What's up, Arsenal Nation? It's your boys Adele and uh, the Baker. Da -na -na. Da -na -na. Man. So I know there is a. I think we mentioned a while ago that you can use trademarked sound bites. Yeah, it's. But there's like it's it's a hypothetical. Time limit. Yeah, I think like five seconds or something. But what if you use it for three and a half seconds every other week? For I don't six know. Months. <laughs> Some kind of like cumulative effect. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, to be determined. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess. Let's put it like this. We'll know once we get our not our first cease and desist letter. Those are fun. RSL Nation. We just came back from Real Salt Lake beating the New York Yankees. Oh, excuse me, the Manchester City eight. Uh, the Ocho. He got his Ocho. That's By a score of three to one. Just to be clear, it was NYCFC. NYCFC. We called this technically yeah. a home game for them. Because it Explain. Won. Okay, so I will I will never let them live this down. Mm -hmm. So, you know, New York City FC is getting a soccer club, you know, it's the Etihad, Yankees are involved, Manchester City is involved, it's big money. It was More all, money than God. All the hype, right? Yeah. They've essentially painted themselves into into a corner at this point, and they're yeah. like, hey. We're the New York team. Yeah. We'll never play in New Jersey. Not the Jersey team. We are not New Jersey. Yeah. New Jersey Red Bulls. Even though that's a badass stadium over there. Anyway, so mm. they made like a thing of this, right? They yeah. made a deal out of it. So I think it was either last year or the year before. The Yankees kicked them. a couple them, years ago. The Yankees kicked them out of their stadium because at the end of the day, the Yankees own that stadium. Yes. And the Yankees were like, hey, uh, we're deep in the playoffs you know, trot on, as they say. Yeah. So there's a perfectly good stadium that isn't being used across the river. Just across the river. But being it's like a 12-minute train ride. 12-minute 12 12 uh, light rail. Yeah. Um, but they've painted themselves into the score. You so. can't go to Jersey after spending <laughs> no. years saying you're not Yo, the Jersey team. Yeah, you've, you've, got, you've taken a stance as the not New Jersey team. So what do the Yankees do? Sorry, NYCFC? I shit you not, RSL Nation. These people went to Connecticut, a different state. They left the state mm -hmm. and played in like a 5,000-seat yep. college stadium. I remember that. And it wasn't like a U.S. Open Cup game. It was a no, regular was MLS. MLS season yeah. game. So by that logic, any game, as long as it is on the New York side of the river... West of Jersey. Which is what RS or Sandy, Utah is... It's a home game. It's a home game. Yeah. So NYCFC had the home game advantage. As far as they're concerned. <laughs> I mean, they had like they had, a, they had a decent showing of away support. Uh, for what it's worth, they really did. And I'm actually being more and more surprised by the away support uh, coming to Santa Utah. I think it has to do with the fact that I think Utah in general is like growing as a destination. Yeah. You know, that the perception of what Utah is and more importantly isn't has yeah. kind of changed over the last yeah. couple of years. Um and, what, what, and what I better, think also the, the growth of the league. I was just going to say, what, what, I mean, it's also, a, I think it's a testament to uh, the league, let's just call it the culture, supporters culture growing. Would you call it a scarf life? I would call it, it's got a lot of uh, influence by, or a lot of uh, pointers to uh, a life that includes uh, the style uh, that you partake in with a soccer scarf. I'm talking lifestyles, Arsenal Nation. I'm talking yeah. lifestyles. Scarf Life Nation. 
There it is. Car of Life Nation. All right, let's get into this game. It's supposed to be a quickie, and we are going to try to make it a quickie because we're let's not keep very it, uh, good at quickies. The goal should be sub 20 minutes. All right, good. Five minutes, four and a half minutes in. Um, I was feeling good about this game going into the game. I was now <clears throat> clarify. I had a feeling we were going to get a good score about it. Right, you did say that. My energy levels for the game were somewhere between like a funeral mm-hmm. and of like a close relative, not even like a distant yeah, uncle, like like yeah. immediate family, and like an outside wedding on a rainy day, where the bridezilla was like refusing to yes. change. Uh huh. I had no energy going into this one. I you you and the rest of the stadium, apparently. Exactly. I mean, we walked into the riot right on time. Quiet as a grave. It's it's a thing this year. I mean, let's get into that a little bit. You know, I, I know the post-match quickie is supposed to be specifically about the 90 minutes of the game, but like, let's also acknowledge the fact that... Here's the thing. This is going to sound cheesy, and I'm trying to avoid cheesy. Mm. Uh, but there's no other way for me to put it that doesn't sound like I'm being fake. So I'm just going to throw it out there. Our little family's hurting right now. Mm. Like, let's acknowledge the fact that half of RSL Nation right now, mm-hmm. especially... Uh, so if you go on Facebook, I feel like people are more... Elite, I don't want to say... Are more pro-Petkey. Let's just call it what it oh, is. okay. You're uh, into the Petkey thing. Where, yeah, yeah. And whereas the Twitter side is more anti-Petkey, from what I can tell. But, like, let's acknowledge the fact that half of RSL Nation tonight is actively feeling like... I want our head coach fired. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that doesn't and, bode and, well for a stadium environment. And I think the other half feels confused. Yeah, I, I would I would argue that the vast majority of our nation right now is going, man, I feel kind of conflicted about this. Because yeah. here's this coach that I love who's hyper-motivating, who we've had, you know, let's, not, let's acknowledge the fact that we've had some success under him. Um I mean, you have to remember where we came from, right? Like Jeff like, Sar. Yeah, no dis- and no disrespect to Jeff. He's a very lovable human being. Yes, but he is. Definitely not a motivator. Nope. Definitely not a leader of men. Um, and definitely not a, and definitely not a dude that like drives results. No. Nope. Whereas Petke, let me let me get this out of the way now because I know it'll come up in the comments. I do not believe that Petke is a tactician. I have. No belief that Petke will ever become a tactician. Yeah. That being said, I 100% believe that Petke is the type of dude you bring in after a Kassar. Yeah. Just the type of guy that makes you feel proud about the Clarendon Cobalt. Yeah, liven the place up a bit. Um, yeah. Uh, the way I describe it is he makes you be okay with the man in the mirror. Yes. You know. But that's neither here nor there. I'm sure we'll have more discussions on Tuesday. When he inevitably gets fired. In, in the, in, well, maybe. In, you know, in the long form here. Let's get into the game real quick. So, let's. Uh, I show up to the game. We show up to the game. Grab a couple of brewskis, as is standard. Four minutes in, we're down. Beauty of a goal on NYCFC's part. That's a really good goal. Nice goal. Great goal for them. So, energy levels were already low. Right. In addition to everyone being late, as usual. Uh-huh. Lines outside were ridiculous, as yeah. usual. Everything is as usual. And then we go down in less than four minutes. Yeah. Almost as usual. I feel like we haven't done that in a minute. Uh, I, I don't know. That that one didn't seem like the norm. So all of that happens four minutes in. Yeah, I'm just like, what am I doing here with my time? See, and I didn't feel that way at all. I still felt very confident we're winning this game. And I was really? actually, I was actually kind of glad we got scored on that early. Because that changes the mentality, you know. 
I still felt very comfortable with the fact that we should be winning the game. What got me down is that the following 10 or 15 minutes... We still looked like hard garbage. We looked horrible. We yeah. looked completely unorganized. We looked yeah. like we... Th- there were a couple of guys that were trying really hard, and we need to, you know, call them out. Kyle yeah. Beckerman was mm-hmm. absolute badass tonight. Right. Well, I still think he might get a fine. Yeah, for, for little, lashing out. Yeah, lashing out after he got fouled on that one. But the, the fire he brought was incredible. Everton absolutely brought it, as he always does. In addition to the skill set, but also he had the absolute fire burning in his belly. Every time, though. But other than that, there was nothing there. It looked completely unorganized. I mean, I feel it, like it you're. Looked... I feel like you're not acknowledging Jefferson. I feel like you're not mentioning Rushnag. Like I'm not you're... saying that. No, I'm, what I'm saying is this: I, I wasn't talking about performance. I was talking about. It, it felt like there was no energy out there. I think yeah, and this for, is remember okay. this is ten to fifteen minutes sure. after the goal. After the I, goal, yeah. I felt so comfortable. we're talking about minute fifteen here. Fifteen through like twenty. Okay, okay, that yeah. changes things. Absolutely, that so, changes things. The goal itself didn't get me down. Mm. The performance right after the goal, yeah, got me down. We and caved I thought a little. We were not gonna. I, I well. honestly, I honestly thought we'd concede number two before the half was up. Yeah, um, especially after Hefferson missed that one-on-one with the goalie. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was like yeah, that, that, that was just the definition of well, we're gonna get punished, right? It was the the classic like, uh, you know, we didn't do it, therefore it's gonna happen to us. Um, so to be clear, we did equalize in the thirty seventh minute via mm-hmm. Jefferson, um, and, and it was pretty. And I'm bringing this up, and maybe this is the narcissist in me, but you know, I I said something to you as we were boarding the tracks back to. Our studio, and by studio, I mean apartment. <laughs> the, live, the the dining room. Right. And, and the quote that I want to mention is, a handful of dudes were like, yes, we're not losing this shit, dot, 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 so we won. And, and Small I, handful. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think that that is the... I mean, it's... To say that it is... It is complicated being an RSL fan right now would be the understatement of the century. Um, There is, like, there's this whole thing going on, like, to this day, off the field. Like, right now, I am part of, like, uh, you know, Twitter groups, and and I'm part of, uh, Twitter groups aren't a thing. I'm part of conversations where it's like, hey, hate to ruin everyone's day, but let's acknowledge the fact that, you know, Petke's first comment post, uh, you know, his his suspension was a thumbs up. Like, there are people that are offended by that. And I get Probably. that. I get, and I'm not here to get into that. But, like, the all of this off-the-field stuff, it, it inevitably bleeds onto the field. I for sure thought we were going to lose this game. The, the conceding a goal in the fourth minute was the type of mental lapse that I was like, okay, this is going to be like a 4-0, 5-0, 6-0 game against us. Like, this is going to be one of those games where we just get brutalized. Hindsight being 20-20, I'm glad that wasn't the case. But I think it's worth acknowledging that, like, individual brilliance only gets you so far. Yes. No, yeah. absolutely. You're absolutely correct. By the way, I'm reading, I'm reading through some of these comments to Petke's post-match thumbs up. And and when we say thumbs up, we literally mean like an emoji. Literally thumbs a up. Thumbs That's, up emoji. He yes. tweeted that an hour ago. Yeah. Uh, hour so ago there are a lot of Saturday. 11.30. So there are a lot of supporting comments on there. There are. Um, the sound majority of the fans support you. 
Um, come back soon. Come back soon, coach. Uh, team looked good. Great performance. Um, team fought back. Blah blah blah. Thanks, coach. Miss you. Come back asap. There, there's a lot of those. There's some jackass with a thumbs down. Um, well, let's and then, the and, fact and then he's not necessarily a jackass. It probably is. And then there's there is a definite jackass. This literally just asked the question. Nothing homophobic this time? Question mark. That, okay. This so, is the definition of 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 an internet troll. Whose only job is to troll. Right. I would okay. love to know what this jackass actually has done in his life to be able to even speak to a man like Mike Pepke. Go ahead. Right. Okay. So, to be clear, there are people who are personally offended and feel alienated by the words Mike Pepke used. I haven't seen those people. I've heard from people uh-huh. that talk about those people like you just did. I haven't actually heard from those people. Yeah, I I would make the argument that there's a the this quote unquote proverbial middle middleman that you're referring to, like you don't need to be directly impacted to feel offended by something. Like you, you no 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 don't give me that look like <laughs> the look is literally one of confusion. No, like like you are allowed to like. You're Mike, allowed to do Mike you Petke doesn't get to dictate how people feel about the comments he made. Yeah, you're you right. Know, he he doesn't like he doesn't right. get to control that conversation. Neither do we, for that matter of fact. But we do get to call him out as being jackasses. At least and, I do. And that's and I get what you're getting at. So why why is there why is why is them being offended by something that doesn't impact them more? But the fact the fact that you think it doesn't offended by yeah their the fact comments. that you doesn't the fact that you believe it doesn't impact them doesn't actually paint that as a truth. No, no, I'm not saying it doesn't impact them. Mm-hmm. I'm saying what I'm I'm reacting to your comment that people get to get offended by things that don't impact them. Sure. I'm not saying that jackass Right, right, right. Here, I got you. Excuse I my get French you... here. Right. I'm not saying you that jackass You keep swearing and I keep insisting that you is, don't. This is not a swearing word. Uh, I'm not Jack, saying okay. that jackass over here is not impacted. I don't know if he's impacted. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I'm reacting to your comment about of if someone is not impacted, they still get to be offended by it. I disagree with that fundamentally. Now, having said that, I also agree that you can get in, you you can get offended by anything you freaking want. You can get offended by the sun coming out tomorrow. Okay. Does that make me give two cares? See, see, nice cover. It works. I get what you get, Net. About what you, I don't care. Sure, but like, and here's the thing: if he was like some. This took a long. This took, didn't take very long to get into Mike Petke details. No, it didn't. But the, <laughs> and because it's ultimately what's on everyone's it, it, mind. It is as we speak. Literally, the most recent stuff that has happened. Right. As as we are talking about the post match quickie and the analysis, it is what most of our listeners are going to talk about. It's like the gray cloud that hangs over. Just doesn't matter what the result is. No. Right? No. The and honestly, thank anything. thank God we won. Yeah. And Thank God the, we the won. result could have been anything, but with with the win, mm-hmm. it's still like there's a dark it's, cloud. It's, it, yeah, it, it it's muted, but it doesn't change the fact that it exists. Yes. No, I mean, I I think I'll go ahead and say this right now: our cell nation is ready to tear itself apart. Um, this is the type of event for you know for all all the hyperbole and all that this man deserves to keep his job. This man deserves to be fired. This the, the no one cares what he deserves. Yeah, go ahead. right. The, the, despite it all, ultimately, what it comes down to once it's once the dust is all settled, 
a non-small portion, no matter which way things end up, you know, Petke keeps his job, Petke gets fired, a non-small portion of RSL Nation is going to feel done wrong. Yes. And that's, like, I remember when I literally just used to tune in for the soccer. It, it was just about the footy. Yeah. And, 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 you know, maybe the fact that Mike Petke is making us have these types of conversations is indicative of a larger problem that doesn't necessarily have to revolve around what he did or did not say. Right. Regardless, regardless of what happened post Tigres, mm-hmm. the fact that this is the you know sixteen minutes into it, what, the thing we talked ten minutes about the most, is maybe indicative of a larger problem. I'm reading a book right now called "How Soccer Explains the World," mm. and they go into details about how soccer explains. And I mean, they get a little you know, for my taste, a little too detailed and deep. Okay, they talk about like crises in South America and political overthrowings and, and all these different things. Sometimes you just got to have a good crisis. And I understand that. And I agree still 100% with what we said last week on the last podcast, which is Mike Petke is getting fired because guess what? The pop, the part of the population who feels offended mm-hmm. because of his comments, because of what they took his comments to be, has a stronger will on this than the part of the population who um, is going to feel a little hurt by him getting or not uh, by him getting fired sure i get what you're getting at. and it's much it's a much safer play it's a much much safer play to make right having read what i have read over the past seven days or so i do not believe my pet kid deserves to get fired i think he will okay but i don't think he deserves to right because at the end of the day mm-hmm. as i mentioned many times before Mike Petke is not a homophobic person. And, and I agree with that. And, and if, you, if you want to fire someone on technicalities... It's not a technicality. It's a technicality. It's not a technicality. It's a total technicality. He didn't it's, technic- a mecha- it's a mechanical execution. He didn't technically say a homophobic slur. It was deliberate. That's it what was, I mean. It was, what do I need to do to get a reaction out of this guy? No. Did it no. come from a homophobic stance? Absolutely not. But is it a right. technicality? Come on, man. That's- no, 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 see, now, now we're reading into minds. No, no, we're not. It's not. I've literally, I've literally read. I have literally read explanations about like eighteen different things that word can mean. Yes, to be clear, there are uh, members of the depending on where you are from Mexico. uh, Literally, like literally, across the world, not in Mexico, right? But it's it's, across the Spanish-speaking world. Let's say uh, that way. It is. For better or worse, the puto chant in a in a soccer. Right. specific venue has been associated with the Mexican national team and yes. therefore with the Mexican nationality. Yes. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, it or whatever, it's, but it's it, is, reality. it is the reality of the world we live yes. in. I have read and, and talked to and, and heard very many Mexican national or, or people of Mexican descent, mm-hmm. like I'm talking first-generation immigrants, who, d- depending on what region of Mexico they were from, do not see that word the way it is being currently described. Yes. That being said, none of that matters because Petke damn well knew that there was a portion. Ideally, in his mind, the official he was chanting it or yelling it to. Mm. No, he didn't. Okay, dude. No. He didn't use that word by accident. No, I agree. It wasn't an accident. It was deliberate. But you don't know any of this. We don't know any of this. No, but like, let's acknowledge. Okay, just but, leave but, it at that. But he could have said a thousand other things. Why this he was trying to get a reaction? We don't know exactly. If he was to, exactly. We don't know if he was trying to call him a bitch, or if he was trying to call him uh, 
well, let's a just... A homophobic slur? Yeah. Yeah. We don't know that. But... but you, I don't know that. Erring on the side of caution, I, no, why no. risk it? Right. That's, what, that, that's why we agree he's getting fired, because the club will err on the side of caution. That doesn't mean that we can't have a discussion about it, right? Because it does impact a man's life. Uh, fundamentally. And, 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 and to be clear, as it should. We, and all we have to do at the end of the day is agree that we don't know. We don't know. But there's some jackasses, and I, I feel safe saying this word now because I've used it 18 times already. Yeah, I've that noticed that. They completely know what he meant. Yeah, they I, absolutely know. Right. When you call for a man's job and call him homophobic mm-hmm. and, and paint him into a corner and make him out to be some scapegoat of, of some in, inner, I don't want to get too deep here, but like some inner insecurities about yourself. That's see, and now you're yes, and now you're projecting onto these I quote unquote jackasses. Am. I absolutely am. But that's because but, but that's, then you can't you can't take the other side of the argument. Absolutely can. No, you can't. You can't. Sometimes, you can't fault people for assuming with while making assumptions. Sometimes of the best way to make someone understand how asinine the argument is is to make the equal proportionate but the opposite direction asinine argument against their point. Right. That's just, uh, that's all I'm saying here. Okay. Anyways, man of the match. <laughs> Let me get into one more point real quick about uh-huh. the game. And I thought it was important. Two more quick points. Um, a, the ref was horrible tonight. Uh, the was, ref was bad. That was one the of the AR weakest. on the east side <laughs> was awful. Oh, that oh man should God. never be that in a yellow jersey not, again. Yeah, that no. man should not be refereeing anything of importance um, anytime soon. Do you want to elaborate on that, or can I quickly get into it? Which one? The AR. No, go ahead. As an as an assistant referee, as a linesman, whatever you want to call that role, the dude with the flag on the sideline of the field, mm-hmm. it is your job, around specific calls, not all calls, but some calls, to be the primary indicator of how that call should be made. Um, when you are literally being... Uh, when you are literally being impacted by dudes who... Hold on one second. Yeah. Before you keep going, uh-huh. um, I think this should be a new tradition. Every time a quickie goes past 20 minutes, mm-hmm. we crack open a new beer. As, let me go ahead and... Well, I'm going to finish this one real yeah, quick, and then ahead. I'm going to crack that one. But yeah, I get what you're getting at. Um, anyway, to go back to the point, it's... The, to say that the dude was influenced by like players on the field making... Oh my God. Or, like yelling at him... Like, dude, no, no, you need to have a spine, my man. Is there a specific play you have in mind? So the play that... (laughs) Second half, I think it was. Was it the second half? Maybe we're going... It was Herrera. It was definitely Herrera. Yeah, we were... So it would have been second half, because second half they were attacking the north end. Yes. So it would have been second half. It was Herrera and whoever, I I would imagine, NYCFC's left back is. Yeah, it would be their left back. Um... The ball, the ball's out. Yeah. To be clear, dude didn't touch it, right? It was out on us. Let's acknowledge that. I don't remember that. Okay. It, it was okay. actually out on us. He calls it. Uh, the ref calls it the other way. Re- ref calls it in favor of RSL. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about different play. Okay. Am yeah. I? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ref calls it a different way. This dude just yeah. This dude just stands there for a solid twenty seconds, like like literally the intro to a rap song. 
you know, like mm-hmm. the Jay-Z introducing himself on the ones and twos. I'm going to go on a little jump, but go ahead. All by soccer terms, an eternity has gone by since the call. Yeah. This guy gets yelled at. He caves like a cheap Walmart lawn chair, just folds in on himself. I mean, he, to, to, to see this man just give up every principle of just integrity he's ever had. He takes the flag, points in the other direction, you know, makes the call, and it's like, no, no, it's, it's the other way. It, it's this guy yelled at me, to be sure, the right call. Yeah. But the fact that 30 seconds went by to get there yeah. is indicative of a larger problem. Yeah. You had a second example. It was the exact same spot. It was. I remember, I know exactly what you're going to talk about. And it was, I can't remember who, Hefferson or, or Damir or someone attacks the NYCFC player, kicks the ball off them, mm-hmm. and it goes out, which is clearly our throw-in right. at that point. Yep. But the NYCFC player is sitting, I mean, and the, the guy, homie, has got this flag up for our throw-in for like a good six, seven seconds, right? Right. And he's keeping it up there. And he takes it down, but the NYCFC player on the ground is yelling and screaming at him from the ground how it should be a a, a, a foul and a free kick. Right. And then um, uh, G Funk over there, home slice, whatever you want to call him, suddenly changes his mind and says, "Oh yeah, actually you're right. It's a foul." Yep. And <laughs> and you know whether it was a foul or not, I don't know. But my dad always has this thing. He always gets upset at that players. Nice. That was a, that was a nice crack. That's what I do. My dad always gets upset about players on the TV getting upset and yelling at referees because he always says, "Well, refs never change change their minds." Not this one. This was a very clear case of well, if you just sit on the ground long enough and, and yell, whine, you and make yell, you make him feel bad enough about himself. He'll change his call. Yeah, he was not very good. He was never the, the whole thing was th- that advantage play when Kyle Beckerman played the ball through to Savarino in the first half. That wasn't an advantage play. That was not an advantage play. That was yeah. that would have put Savarino through one on one with the goalie. Everton, Everton would have put Everton one on one through. Was it Everton? I thought it was, it was Everton. Savarino. I'm pretty sure it was Everton. Hmm. Anyways, beyond the point. Yeah, I think the refereeing, you know. It was abysmal. Pe- pe- it was abysmal. People don't usually complain about refereeing after you win. Hmm. That was not very good refereeing tonight. Not at all. No. Not it, at all. It, it, and having said that, I, it, some of it was bad, you know, in our favor. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I will acknowledge that. Um, no, it was... Bad. It was subpar. It was non and, and just to elaborate a little bit on bad, like, you made a call. Yeah. You, as, as, as a human being, you said, this is what I fundamentally believe happened. Yeah. And here's the thing. If new evidence presents itself to change that call... Go for it. New evidence shouldn't be the other guy yelled at me yeah. harder. Yeah. Because like, players never lie about Right. Like, come on, man. Have a spine. All right, man. Let's get into one more thing real quick from my perspective before we get into anything else and or close it out. Okay. Because um, we are 27 minutes. I, I want to talk, talk about all the things we just talked about with, the, with Mike Petke and, and all the diversity. And like I said, the dark cloud hanging over us no matter what happens. Okay. And the low energy and all this stuff. And then going into the stadium and we're down one zero four minutes in. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the character of this team. Yeah. I, it's worth mentioning. I think character is probably one of, if not the most important traits. 
in professional sports is right up there with actual capability. But character, the, the, the team showed an incredible amount of character. It heavily relied on the leadership of Kyle Beckerman. Absolutely. And he, the, we, we saw vintage Kyle Beckerman. Kyle Beckerman has always been a really good player, but that's always been a secondary trait, in my opinion. His primary trait has been he's a true captain, he's a leader, he leads by example, he's got character, and he requires others to have character around him. That was easy to do in the good days because people wanted to play here. And if you want to play here, you have to show your character. Sure. And I think like, and I feel like that's easy to require under some uh, personality like Mike Petke because he'll bench your ass no, you know, in a second. He doesn't care how much you make or what you sure. did last week. It's your character. Um, all of those things could have fallen apart today. This team showed an incredible amount of character. I thought it didn't play well for the majority of the game. They played a decent opponent. NYCFC is like a few points short of the top of the East. And they have a bunch of games in hand. They're a good team. Yeah, NYCFC is a They're a well-paid team. team. I still think they might have been confused by the whole, like, there's, you know, how do you measure where to line up your defense because there's no third base <laughs> on, our, on our field. Right. So there's all of that. Um, where's the where's the pitcher's mound? The, I need the, to be right the, of the pitcher's mound. The um, the character of this team, this team I can get behind. Right. I think it's a shame, and we, I mean, maybe, we honestly need like a full episode. We need to schedule a full episode talk about what's happening to Rio Tinto and support this year. Right. We have mentality. Talked, we have talked about it multiple times, but mm-hmm. just touched on it for sure. Um, you know, and I told you that I've never felt like it. I've never felt like it's more of a corporate undertaking than it's been this year. Sure. But, you know, whatever. Let's talk about it another time. But support at Rio Tinto is abysmal these days. Yeah. It's almost Section Colorado level. 35 was dead. Even the South Coal was dead. Yeah. And I know there were some other entertainment options in Salt Lake City tonight. I honestly think if, if the attendance of Rail Salt Lake or Rio Tinto is... As fragile as like a comedy show being in town, mm-hmm. we're in much bigger trouble. What happens when the Jazz are actually good? Right. You know, you're gonna have an empty God, stadium. God like forbid. Through April or May or June in some cases. Right. And then they start again in like October. You yeah. know, that's we have to talk about. That. That's a whole different thing. But the character, I can. I don't feel. I feel good giving my money to watch that group of guys play. Hmm. The way they played. Really? Yes. So I, uh, from a strictly entertainment standpoint, I didn't get my money's worth. Yeah, but we're not going there to get entertained. No, we're going there to get three points. Yes. And and I think that's that's maybe indicative of a larger problem. Like, let's be very clear. And this goes back to that, that quote we mentioned earlier. A handful of dudes were like, we're not losing this shit. Yes. That's what happened. Um. And we can get into the sustainability of that mantra and what that means, you know, for the club at large and yada, yada, yada. You know, we talked about the Petty situation at length. Yes, and we will again. And, I have and a I'm, feeling yes. it's going to cover a good portion of the next long form. I, I, would, go, I, would, go ahead and, I would go ahead and uh, err on the fact that it will probably cover a good portion of the rest of the season. Yeah, I, th- I think it's that big of a deal. We talk, uh, kept speaking of character. Yeah, we're, we're absolutely. absolutely. And, and I think here's a good thing, and good thing for our listeners is you and I have fundamental disagreements on this. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And and, and to be clear, 
I am not calling for Petke's job. I think that's important for me to dictate. Um, I think he screwed up so royally. We uh, agree he's getting fired, right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, I think he should be punished, but I, I believe that punishment can happen within the organization and not necessarily require termination. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah, you, you mentioned character, and, and, and ultimately this league is built on character. You, you have the... LAFCs and you have the Atlantas and you have, you know, these the the LA Galaxies and the Sounders and Portland Timbers and 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 you know uh, just the superstar mentality all around the league. But ultimately, the nature of the season, you know, it being it so long and just being being brutal. Like let's acknowledge the fact that MLS play is just rough on the body. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at some point, a team that wants it more is going to be the team that gets it. And tonight, RSL, not for the first time, but for the first time in a long time, was the team that wanted it more. Because of a few individuals who would not take a no. For an answer. answer. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. If I may, real quick, I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but you just, oh my God. So I'm trying to figure out why Rio Tinto is, uh, or why I'm feeling depressed or low Mm -hmm. energy about RSL. I think I might be feeling depressed and low energy about MLS in general actually um, and then you mentioned the teams like Atlanta and, and LAFC which are obvious victories and, and, and big, mm. LFC, big uh, Atlanta won today um, it might be it might have something to do with the fact teams like NYCFC mm. might be one of the reasons why cause you know me and th- that's th- the whole idea behind Scarf Life is that it, it's a lifestyle Right, it's not entertainment. That's why I take offense. Not offense. Speaking of offense, everyone's offended about something. I take, I take serious that it's not entertainment for me. It's a, it's a matter of lifestyle. Now it's not life and death, obviously, right. but it's again, it's a lifestyle. When the when the the league, and this is also like Garber's twentieth anniversary of being a commissioner, I think. Yeah, done a really good job growing the business. Mm-hmm. I don't want to think of it as a business. That's, right. So when 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 the league creates teams like NYCFC in a city that has a cosmos, right? Or when a league gives a franchise license to a Miami with no history of soccer for that club, right. the Rowdies need to be an MLS franchise. Whereas in the exact same state, you have at least one crazy good long history club. Luke Mahan came to us from the Rowdies. Yes, and then they give a license to someone like an Austin in Texas in a right. state where I have two clubs already and if you combine their attendance you might fill a stadium half and they give a, half a they give a third license to a Texas team when you have someone like uh, like Cincinnati is a success story but you have someone like Sacramento mm-hmm. or St. Louis who have long histories of support I think the league might be killing the spirit of soccer in this country the MLS you have to remember it's just a franchise mm-hmm. at the end of the day it's just a freaking franchise we can go off tomorrow and start a new franchise yeah it, the exact same space I get what you're getting at um, and this just might be a long back story you know yeah no this could I, be a long format well, absolutely episode. I mean this this could be a, a, a podcast series like we could spend a season about how MLS is killing MLS um, nah man it, it's no, I'm less clicking American soccer spirit. Sure, sure, I get what you're getting at. 
Charlotte. Somewhere, and, and maybe this is my summary, and I don't know how much more I have to add to yeah. this. It is a post-match quickie, after all. Somewhere along the way, Over being in the a... rainbow... Sorry, go ahead. That should be a, a thing we do. But no, no, somewhere along the way, being a supporter of American soccer, at least from my seat, got complicated. Yeah. And it stopped being fun. It got corporate. And uh, That's what it is. And, like, I remember this being fun. I really do. And I don't know if it's the Petke thing. I don't know Mm -mm. if it's a third of our cell nation screaming for his head to be fired. I don't know if it's the fact that, you know, we had to grind out a 3-1 win over NYCFC and I can't seem to get excited about it. I don't know if it had to do with 2013 and just losing in the PKs. I don't know what it is. But somewhere along the way, I stopped having fun. It got corporate. And that sucks. It got safe. It started with the Audi Club. Dude, I used to like like this this was the escape. Yeah. I, I used to describe. I literally I will go find it and I will post it to to uh, the page. Um I had a tweet or an Instagram. It was an Instagram post of Rio Tinto and it was like some summer game. And I think the caption was this is the country club therapy. Oh yes. And the park. All rolled, that. In, all rolled into one. I remember that. And in it, like I honestly couldn't think of a better escape just from the horrors of the world. Yes. Right? Like I turn on CNN and it's like jackass shoots up Walmart in El Paso, Texas. And I'd be like, man, imagine minding your own fucking business at Walmart yeah. and all of a sudden catching a stray bullet between the eyes. Like that, I literally can't pay, like, like I feel sorry for those human beings. Yeah. And, but my escape was always soccer. I would yep. go to Rio Tinto and I would watch us put six past Columbus pre the rebrand. You know, they still had the dudes in the hard hats on their logo. And yeah. somewhere between then and today, I think I stopped result, enjoying it. The result didn't matter. It, you, I mean, oh, it, oh it, it, I mean, the result usually went our way. Let's acknowledge that as a yeah. fact. But also for two hours, it was an escape. It, it, you didn't think about the jackass in Walmart shooting mm-hmm. up people. You didn't think about who's in the White House. You didn't think about like any politics or any of this like socioeconomic bullshit that happens everywhere. We paid for the ticket. We're there. You don't think about the price of your ticket while you're in the stadium, right? Like the and only, s- I, yeah. the, the the big problem was man, beer seven twenty five. That was the biggest. <laughs> like that was really, got big that yeah. really got me on that one. Really got me on that one. Yeah, nah, man, yeah. it, it, and I think we should discuss this at length in a long form uh, one of these days, maybe postseason. But somewhere along the way, it stopped being fun. Yeah, it's still fun, but it, it three one life at home. Life got in the way. So three one with at home mm-hmm. in an absolute must win, and I know I overuse that sometimes. But where we are in standings, and I mean how, definitely how not a must win, but yes, continue. Win, and, I mean, it was just like, uh, this is a huge, huge result. Oh, absolutely. Three years ago, this result, we're, we're talk- downtown, like, taking shots right now. Oh, absolutely. We're not. We're not. We're drinking uh, the champagne of beers in my goddamn dining room. It's the Miller I mean, it's still fun. It's good beer. But, yeah, you're right. Okay. You know what I think we can do? We can make it fun again. Not sure how. We'll talk about that offline. Make ourselves fun again. Make ourselves fun again. I like it. Make some heads. 
Yes. All right, let's wrap this bitch up. It's 40 minutes in. and I'm We apologize be for... accused for some homophobic slur right there. We, we apologize for twice the length of a normal post-match quickie isolation. But and it, or you're welcome. It, it just felt right, and it was one of those moments where it was a perfect storm. Just the right amount of alcohol with just the right result, with just the right uh, scenario off the field. We love you. We will be back with a Tuesday uh, uh, full-form show, a.k.a. The Scarf Life. Um let us know what you think in wherever you are listening to this comment section. Because at this point, I think we've said a lot. I want to hear what my fellow and man also has. nothing. At the same but time. but at, yeah, at the same time, it's like I feel I feel like a lost little schoolboy, and I feel like one of the most informed people in Rio Tinto Stadium. So I can't even imagine what the average Joe thinks. Yeah, let us know. Adios.